1: for another episode of the lakers fast break podcast it's gerald glassford coming right back at you here from pop culture cosmos the lakers fast break inside sports fantasy football and game source we truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows and if you can please give us that five star review on apple Podcasts. plus if you can like share subscribe follow or do whatever you can to support us right here at the lakers fast break it is immensely appreciated Plus, if you really want a really good deal, a really good deal for your daily fantasy sports betting and the player props that come with it, please go ahead and check out thrivefantasy.com or download the Thrive Fantasy app today onto your mobile phone. If you're in a state that's eligible, you can, with your first deposit, get up to $50. Matching, matching. by Thrive Fantasy. They'll match again, like I said up to $50 if your first deposit is over $20. And you can do that by using the code LFB. That's LFB on checkout. So please be part of the fun and the action today for NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball when it comes back. I heard there's a major trade going down. <laughs> San Diego Padres right there for you. Plus also PGA and eSports. So go ahead and check it out today, thrivefantasy.com or Thrive Fantasy app on your mobile phone. And remember the code. Lfb. Now, this is the type of team I really enjoy seeing because you can't complain. You can't complain, even with Anthony Davis out of the lineup, when you've got a great score of 127 to 91, a 36 point victory for the Los Angeles Lakers. Yes, I know Carl Anthony Towns was in there. Hey, our Kentucky guy wasn't in there either. So AD for us, cat for them. Obviously, it affected them a lot more. Kyle Kuzma played an outstanding game, but I really want to focus in on the defense, which has been a little bit soft in the first couple of games. In fact, they threw a statistic that they were the 21st ranked defense after the first couple of games, which has been kind of a you know, maybe a little getting a little bit into the action, so to speak. But here today to talk about everything going on with the Lakers game. Our two great guests. First off, it is the magic man. Indeed, it is Sean Grice. He is in the dark, he's looking kind of mysterious. And maybe that's the way we like it here at Lakerholics.com, but I ask you, my friend, that's okay. We'll we'll just take Mysterious Sean. That's that's good, that's good. But how are your overall impressions? I mean, you really can't argue because they did overall play a sensational game.
2: My goodness, sure they did. And and that performance by Marcus All took me back to, you know, twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen with the Grizzlies. Absolutely. His ability to just find the open man when they cut. When they're open, even those soft spots, he's able to locate the open guy. It's amazing to watch
1: him. Well, it was just a great job by Marcus all today. Perfect from the field. And also here today is a special guest indeed. It is Lee Robinson. Welcome, Lee. How are you today?
3: I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. Hey, guys.
1: Well, almost one of the best days you could outside of, of course, being the Lakers championship win. But one of the best days of the year to actually be. A part of the show is on a day where they absolutely killed the Minnesota Timberwolves by 36 points. You got to be happy with the way they played today.
3: No, I'm a little upset. That wanted I wanted, I wanted them to match. Uh, I wanted them to match Dallas and go for the 50 point win, but you know, we'll, we'll settle for a good 35 point win or whatever it was. Yeah, it was fun.
1: It it was fun indeed. I enjoyed it rather immensely. Uh, The fact that, yes, you're right. Maybe they didn't get to meet up to Dallas, but maybe Dallas was a little bit mad because the Lakers waxed them on Christmas. And the fact that they had the, well, they broke a record today. They had the largest lead ever on a team in the first half at 50 points by halftime. And it was over Laker Tom's favorite arch nemesis, the L.A. Clippers. So I gotta bring him into right now. It is the mastermind behind Lakerholics.com. It is Laker Tom. He's got that beaming, shiny face. You can always tell when the Lakers are winning because he's got that smile. You just can't hide. He just can't hide it. So it is Laker Tom. And Laker Tom, you gotta to be satisfied with what they did overall today.
0: Well, it was one of those days, Gerald, that you remember for uh at least until tomorrow night's game. Um, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It started off, you know, I mean, it started off, I'm sitting here and I look at a tweet that says, says the Clippers are down, you know, (laughs) 77 to 27 at halftime. I mean, I I was incredulous. I I actually had to, I checked ESPN and NBA.com just to make sure that those numbers were real. And then the day proceeded along with, you know, with the, the Nets losing. I watched the end of that game. The Bucks losing to the Knicks. I mean, my God, you know, you've got the the 76ers losing and the Celtics losing, which, you know, I mean, for the Lakers, for a good Lakers fan, having the Celtics lose and the Clippers lose in the same day as the Lakers waxed the Timberwolves, you can't beat that day. You know, it was a great day. Like you said, I think the defense came alive. held them to 91 points. You know, 30% from the field, 24% from the free throw line. Without AD in the lineup, we blocked 14 shots. I mean, it's just really pretty amazing. So they, the team came back and, and the fast breaks, the uh, the passing from Gasol. Uh, we finally saw what Mark Gasol can do in the right situation. I loved right from the very beginning, the first play of the game. I saw him. I saw them post him in the corner for a corner three. Um, He didn't actually get the shot, but it was nice to see that we're making adjustments. The team played well, and Kyle Kuzma, good move to make that boy a contract because he really showed he can play. Um, He had a sensational game, uh, 20 points in the first half. And the beautiful thing about it is that he really wasn't gunning. He was taking shots within the framework of the offense. And all the way through the end of the game, he was looking for his teammates for open opportunities to pass the ball. So you got to give the Lakers five stars for today's game. The schedule is, uh, you know, I've always loved back-to-backs, even though the players hate them because you know it's nothing as good as having a Laker win and coming back the next night and getting to watch it again. Um, And we're going to see a lot of back-to-backs. And I love this. I'm really liking the the idea of these two-game schedules where you actually go in and play a game two times in a row. And we've got a pair of those coming up with the uh, with the Spurs. Uh, and the Grizzlies. So uh, it's going to be a great end of the end of the year. We've got 13 games that look very winnable for the Lakers. Let's hope that they can keep their focus on. Um, we've already got our ring, so we don't have to worry about that one. And and now we can really focus on, on just trying to get some rhythm going, get the defense move, playing the way it's been doing, and continue to play offense the way we're doing.
1: A credible performance, like I said, today, just getting into what we saw out of the preseason I do like the fact that I wish they would have given THT more time. I think you should have burned him like 30 minutes today. I think that's the only thing I would have come out of it. That's the only thing I saw that I really thought should have taken place because you're already leading by 30. I think you should have just played him the entire second half, and there you go. Lee, what are your thoughts on on maybe giving THT more time early Rather than just going ahead and having him sit. Now, I, I understand he played over twenty minutes today, but I, this to me it seems like the best opportunity you can to go ahead and see what he's going to be able to do for you long term.
3: Yeah, I, I, I agree, Gerald. It would have been good to see him get a little more minutes early. Um, but actually, I mean, it was garbage time from what halfway halfway through the first quarter. So yeah, it would have been a good chance to see him get get some 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 run. Uh, he's aggressive though i like his attitude when he gets out there he's trying to make things happen he's not waiting around trying to get into the flow he's like look i'm in here i want to show you i belong let me you know he didn't didn't have his best game but he still he still was always in attack mode so um yeah i mean that's a tough you know that's a kind of fine line because who's had it going you want to get him going and you know you want to get everybody their regular minutes too so i guess I can understand Vogel just trying to set the team into a a set rotation right now and um, then not veering off of that path that much.
1: And I know this is something that Laker Tom has been concerned about with running the 11 players out there that they've been trying to do on their regular rotation. I know the odd man out right now or the one that's getting the least amount of minutes probably needs the most minutes right now, and that is THT to really see where he can go. But I agree with Kuzma's hot like that. It's hard to get keep him out of the lineup because, you know, with, with Kuzma, it, I think it's a lot of here, up here as well as far as his confidence and his, his his belief in himself. He seems to get very down on himself, and you can see it on the court when he's really not being able to go ahead and get that shot going. But for today, it worked just great, and I think he's gotten off to a pretty good start, much better than obviously what we saw from him early on last year. Sean, I wanted to ask you this. When it comes down to it, I talk, spoke to Laker, Tom, just before you came on from that. Uh, I don't know what that was. It was the 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 chamber of Sean Magic Man that you were in earlier? But that was kind of like a different atmosphere. It was kind of cool. It had that kind of like uh, scary vibe for there for a little bit. But I wanted to ask you this. You know, the thing with Marcus Saul, I had just said five, in, in my comments on LakerHawks.com, five to ten points, just enough to make sure that defenses have to respect him. That's all I'm asking. Now, obviously, he's not going to be perfect from the field every time, but this is more like the performance we want to see out of Marcus
2: Oh, absolutely. He, um, he was ready to shoot. I mean, the, the ones that he didn't hit, it looked like he was in rhythm at least. He wasn't rushing himself like he had been, I thought, the past two games and in the preseason. And usually with Mark it starts with his passing. I, I I kinda like the the synergy that the team has defensively. Usually with KCP he loves to run out and get a couple of quick layups. And then he's confident for three and you see him bombing away. And usually with Mark it's the same way when he gets rolling with those, you know, pocket passes. Those high, mid, post passes, the elbow passes,
1: it seems to get him going defensively as well. Absolutely, I just it was it was nice to see that. Now I, I know he's still rounding out in the shape, and of course, what are you going to get out of him for the entire season? I'm hoping that they'll just go ahead and save him, or try to do the best they can to make sure he he gets through the season, understands the layout of the offense, understands what the expectations are, and be ready for. Possibly a series against like Laker Thomas mentioned against Jokic or Nurkic for Portland or something like that as far as to go ahead and bang away because that's what we'll really need him for is later rather than sooner.
2: This is Raphael from NBA Draft Junkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers fast break.
1: Check out what's been going on with the pop culture Cosmo show and the PCC Multiverse.
2: People are just losing their minds trying to consume Marvel
3: products right now. And I don't blame them. This is some of the best entertainment you can get on TV and big screen right now. If something's going to be successful or not, they look at the mentions, they look at the likes, they look at the retweets and the tweets and the subtweets and the tweet tweets. And they look at all of that to say, okay, this is actually going to garner a lot of
1: attention. Is it going to be enough though? I think the fish out of water syndrome might be enough for somebody like us because it's going to be hilarious to watch two stoner kids we saw barely make it through high school now live in a society that they fully don't understand because they've been stuck in a decade and never came out of it.
2: Facebook stars, not ninja stars, okay? I know how some people take
1: things literally. (laughs) So don't throw ninja stars at us, but like the Facebook stars, click on those. That's what we want. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. But Laker, Tom, I wanted to ask you this. When it comes down to the defense, we saw a much more effective defense today as far as challenging shots, getting in those passing lanes. Something I had gone ahead and said, you know what? This is what we need to go ahead and do. Yes, I understand Minnesota's playing a back-to-back, but they will all be playing back-to-backs. And Minnesota was coming off of a very surprising victory, I believe in Phoenix, if I'm not mistaken. So I want to ask you, was it Utah? Utah. Okay. My, my apologies, Utah. So I want to ask you this, when it comes down to it, uh, I, you've got to be impressed with the defensive end. Is this something they're going to be able to stay at long-term because it sure helped LeBron out today. He, LeBron was in cruise control all the way yeah. from the get-go once he saw that the Lakers were going to have their way.
0: I think there's there's a couple of things that, that really make a difference. You know, I think what really helped Gasol is he didn't get in foul trouble. Yeah, you know, that was the real problem that that Mark got in in the first two games. Both games he was immediately in foul trouble, and you know, it's uh, if there's anything that takes a good player out of his rhythm and you know makes him tentative on defense, tentative even on offense, it's it's getting in those situations where you're you've got fouls, and and a lot of that comes from the team defense because if you're you know one of the things that I think has to change, and Vogel is obviously tweaking it, is that. Last year we were able to count on having uh, rim protection underneath the basket all the time, and so that allows your perimeter defenders really to to play their man a lot lower, a lot closer, to take a lot more chances, to channel the players into into the driving into you know to the left or right and force them. And that sort of philosophy doesn't really work as well with Mark because he doesn't he doesn't have the quickness of feet nor the leaping ability to really protect the rim that way. Um, His strength is basically getting his body into a guy, stripping the ball from him down low, which you saw him do a couple of times tonight. And the kind of blocks he gets are are the kind of blocks when he's got somebody stationary next to him, you know, rather than somebody coming at him 100 miles an hour. So I think think that we've made some adjustments defensively. I love the motion that we had because every time you saw a pass go to an open man, there was somebody running out there to challenge the shot. And every shot was contested, and that made a big difference. And then we got a lot of blocks from all sorts of people. Kuzma two blocks in the you know in the first quarter, and it was just a you know, THT had a block. Uh, Gasol had four blocks, you know. And, and you think about that, it, it wasn't the kind of four blocks that Dwight Howard would make, you know, with these sensational athletic plays or Javel would make, but it was just more the savvy getting a hand on the ball in a, in a close tight quarter fight you know, we're going to see a lot of games like this. It's going to be the version of the Lakers load management because we're going to have a lot of routes, I think. And a lot of times when we're going to see fourth quarters where, you know, I'm wondering whether Gerald's already posted the link to the podcast at the end of three quarters, because he wants to move on. And, uh, you know, I was sort of anxious that last few minutes myself. I was able to, you know, take off two or three minutes, go downstairs, give the wife a kiss, good night. And, you know, and, uh, and just make sure that the cats were in good shape. And uh, so you, we're going to see a lot of games like this, especially, I hope, during the next 13 games. Well, that's um, one thing. I think the, the focus defense, the defense be- comes from us on team defense and, and on people being able to really pick up their rotations correctly, make the rotations with anticipation rather than being late. Um, guys just seeing the game happening before them so they know what the next play is. And that's really what we did that won us the championship. And a lot of that was AD playing at center and, and Morris playing at the four. We're, we're so versatile now. I mean, I, I, I just, it's, we didn't miss AD tonight, man. And, and to tell you the truth, I started off the day wondering what the hell was going to happen with Gasol trying to guard Cat. And I posted a couple of posts about that and somebody came back and said, they're both going to be out of the game. And you know, and that guy was absolutely right by the by the time the afternoon got by, you know, I was I was onto a whole new topic. Just one Yeah, the battle guess, of Kentucky that's...
1: did not happen for you today. Pardon? The Battle of Kentucky did not happen yep, for you that's today. True.
0: You know, um it's it's interesting to see because I thought it might have been a chance, it might have been an opportunity for Vogel to, to make some changes in the starting lineup. I thought Trez played very well defensively too. He did a good job on guys everywhere in the court. And he he seems to be you know, the energy that he and Dennis brings has really transformed the team offensively, but it's also helped defensively because they're both very quick players. You know they're both quick and aggressive, and they they both have as LeBron likes to say they both got a lot of dog in them, and they're they're in there fighting all of the time. You know they never quit, and you gotta love that. That just you know they're they're the kind of guys you hate when they're on the other team, but you love them when they're on your team.
1: Well, it's so funny because John Calipari would actually love to have either or and or mm-hmm. the cat or Anthony Davis right now because he's struggling hard. Yeah. One and six right now. Life is hard for Kentucky. And you know what? All those teams that have struggled over the years in college basketball, they're not feeling sorry for him one <laughs> bit. Not one no, bit.
2: Trez is laughing because Louisville six and one.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's right. And Gonzaga, oh, man, they look like a powerhouse. I, I just, you know, I'm not I, a I'm big really Gonzaga fan.
0: Teams that lost today. But, five, but, of the five of what you could claim are the top eight teams lost today.
1: Oh yeah, that's, that's true. But Gonzaga, you know, with Suggs, a freshman coming in there, staking his claim, he's,
0: acclaim, he's, he's good. really
1: good. I think he's going to be a player. And it, just to see them develop I'm not a huge Gonzaga fan per se. I, I, my, you know, heart at that point in time from the early '90s went for Loyola Marymount for the WCC. But you know what? To give some credibility to the WCC, I'd love to see them go all the way for a national championship, yeah. just to give that conference a big boost. You know, because it's obviously you know they're at the at the peak of their powers right now as an, as a college as a university basketball organization. So you don't know how much Mark Few is going to be able to go ahead and consistently keep this up, or if he leaves, what would happen to the team as a whole? So I'm very happy to I see love- the success for Gonzaga.
2: Yeah, Gerald, I was going to say I'm a huge Mark Few fan. I, I remember yeah. working excellent coach more working, you know, mid afternoon to the three a.m. shift and coming home and seeing Gonzaga play. And I'm just a huge few fan. I'm rooting for yeah. him to win a championship. He's really. Well, this is their
1: time. Their their time is now. They won't have any other better time than now. I, I'd say that. But Lee, let me get you back involved with this. Again, it was a big block party for the Lakers. Something I, I'm going to tell you and be honest with you with Laker Tom's favorite JaVale McGee, no longer on the team, who's actually doing well for Cleveland, I might add. And also as well, Dwight Howard, who's also doing well for Philadelphia, I might add. I figured that people shouldn't expect the six blocks a game for the Lakers. I think it was reasonable to say that they weren't going to be able to attain that number one status simply because Mark, like Laker Thomas, said, you know, just said he's not that type of individual. But seeing that today, seeing the type of defense that it it is orchestrated. Were you impressed by what they did today, as far as from a blocks and overall defensive standpoint is concerned?
3: The blocks, mm, I don't know. I mean, uh, some of that. I think Minnesota is just such a bad team, and they're so <laughs> with, without um, without cat. I guess I mean, it really shows the Lakers' the difference between the Lakers team and the Minnesota team. You take Anthony AD out, and the Lakers are rolling. Next guy is thirsty. You take cat out, and that team looks, you know, like a. I get you. Roger. Yeah, bad, very bad. Oh, I, thought under- I, said, he I, thought, I thought he didn't really there. set the tempo. His defense, I thought, on D Low really, really set the tempo for the game because he, he got into him. He pressed him. He got into his body. He frustrated him, um, you know, all the way through the game.
0: And, three, you know, three offensive fouls he drew on him. Yeah, so I really thought that
3: set the tempo. I mean, he didn't have a great offensive game, Schroeder, but his defense, I really thought, um, I was, I was impressed. I, I mean, I knew he was a scorer coming in, and I knew he was a guy who can get his, and he was a guy who we can depend on to create. I didn't know he, he um, really brought the fight defensively as much as he has. And I don't know if he's just doing that because he's on the Lakers now, but I just don't remember him being that uh, assertive on the defensive end on past teams. So um, I thought that was the most impressive thing defensively for me today. Trey always give good effort on defense. Um, like you're smart they, they're not gonna be blocking many shots like you know like you guys have said they don't have that type of team I was not happy with Dwight Howard being let go and I hope it don't come back to harness but I just I just didn't understand bringing in Kasar for him but you know what Rob deserves benefit of the doubt he's he's brought us, he's brought us number 17 so hey he gets a season pass from me so but uh I'm, I'm like you guys have talked about in the earlier podcast. We we're gonna need another big guy. I'm not gonna feel comfortable going just going into the playoffs with with Casale. Um So um, I guess that's my long way of saying uh, the block party. No, that won't continue. And today I don't really put a whole lot of value in you know in, in in that. But it was good. It was nice seeing Kuz chase down a few blocks. But I mean, think of that. Look at that team, Minnesota head offensively. Is there anyone on that team that I mean that scares you?
0: I mean. No, yeah.
1: not definitely yeah. not Edwards at yeah. this
0: time. Yeah, so, well, I mean, no, Ricky I, Rubio I, probably is he, the best player on that team now. Yeah, he's, he's gonna be decent.
3: if D'Lo is in, if he doesn't come out getting it going, then that's nobody else. And I mean, yeah, I, you know, Casal. I mean, the goal he he had a, a great uh, uh, present by being able to go against Nas Reed uh, today. So <laughs> he won't see, he won't have any matchups like that. So it's good to yeah. see him, you know, really do his thing today. So. Absolutely. Go I ahead, thought, Sean.
2: Uh, yeah, no, I was going to uh, uh, just picking, backing off of what Lee said. I thought um, one sequence of plays just exemplified the lack of discipline on that team. Blake Beasley, who's in headlines more for his off-the-court mm-hmm. antics than what he does on the court, shot like a 35-foot-three that he had no business taking. And then he follows Koos on the layup and fouls them in midair. That team is such a bad discipline team. And I don't think Cat coming back will fix that. I, I think this is a long-term project.
1: Well, I, they did start out well last year, and then it all went downhill rather quickly after a you know surprisingly good start. They were two and zero coming into the game. And I think this is going to be the highlight of their season going forward. It is going to be a work in progress. I mean, cause you've got, like you said, D'Angelo, they're going to be putting up a whole ton of shots. Malik Beasley thinking he's going to be now with that nice extension, trying to go ahead and put up a whole bunch of shots. Anthony Edwards, you see, he's going to be a work in progress. They want to get him a lot of shots. I think cat is going to be very frustrated by the time this season is over and he could be the next big star on the move or the next big star that wants to be moved because I don't know how much more a guy with that immense amount of talent is going to be able to stay there I mean Laker Tom do you disagree I just think if you're in Cat's situation you're going to give it a little bit more time but not much more well you know I Cat sort of
0: has gone through hell with his mother died of COVID and and six other family members and he's sort of he sort of has rededicated himself to saying that he's not going to be the lazy, les- lazy les- des- player that he was before. Um, and so you hope for the, you hope that, that going through tragedies like that and so forth can sometimes really help mature a young guy. And, and he was an integral part of those two wins that they had. I don't know who they got the first win off but beating Utah was or beating, uh, beating, uh, Utah, Utah. was, was yeah, a, a good win for them. And I think that, you know, he's got a long contract, so, you know, and, and I don't think they're going to be looking to trade him. Well, the they don't want to is, trade
1: him, but he may
2: force well, here trade. Here, yeah. here, here, here's, here's the thing. I think Gerald's right. I think by the end of the year, Kat's going to be upset, and I think he'll probably ask them quietly to mm-hmm. try and look for a new location. And right. I think if they rebuke him, he'll pull a James Harden. Oh, you know what, Rob, my back is just so God. I just sore. hope that more no. players
0: don't pull a James Harden. At least they can they can do it like Kobe he's... did it and you know and come out there and demand a trade, <sighs> but then come out and play hard. Although I you have to admit Harden, I mean
3: Harden well, help is what the boy, do. and he comes out there and gets the
0: 44, 17 assists. <laughs> yeah. I mean Fat Beard uh,
2: gets forty-four.
0: You know, hey, I, I, I you know I, be nice. I hate that. I hate that from a superstar, you know. Um, And I feel for I feel for Rockets fans that uh, But I
2: think he he set a precedent, Tom. Unfortunately, Harden has now. Well,
0: he's he's made that team. He's made that team over like three or four times. And and then and then then now he wants out with the team that he made, you know, and one after another superstar. He sort of he sort of got they blamed the other superstar every time somebody didn't fit with him for three times in a row you know yeah. and pretty soon you figure out that man it's not these other guys problem it's your problem you know but i call him the, the game but i call him the legendary rick flair
1: of the nba because he can party all night and roll out and get really, you 40 man. the I next mean, day so uh just seems like uh, he's amazing yeah, him he and, might be out of shape. Team and, and uh... he might be out of shape he might isolate <laughs> but Dang, he can yeah. get you 40 a game, you know, still rolling out of bed. It's, That's literally, as long as
3: it's not the playoffs.
1: Yeah, yeah, as long as it's not the it's playoffs. playoffs. Absolutely right, far. Lee. Yes. But like, I want to get to you, Lee, right now on the schedule coming up ahead because Laker Tom mentioned that it on the surface it doesn't look too tough, and nor should it be, but I think the Lakers focus plus the schedule itself being that they're playing. Essentially, you know, five games within what an eight, seven, eight-day period of time is going to be something that focus has to be because fatigue will set in. They're going to travel to these places, even though in the state case of San Antonio, they'll be playing up back to back, and in Memphis, they'll be in Memphis back to back. It's just a matter of fatigue and focus, I think, the two F's right there that might get in the fray from what they should be doing because they should run the table. You look at the schedule, and they should run the table. But in your mind, do you see them doing that, or do you see, like I said, focus and fatigue possibly getting in the way?
3: I definitely think it's going to be a challenge. Um, me and uh, Laker Tom probably old enough to remember when you used to—they used to do that a lot in the seventies, when you played the same team on back-to-back nights. Probably yeah. the early eighties, and then they kind of did away with that. It is tough You're to be—you're showing our age there, Lee. Well, I remember <laughs> three
1: games and four nights too. So there you go.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. they used to play three in a row too. Three, yeah, way back. But it's tough to beat a team, but twice in a row. I mean, look, Phoenix and 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 Kings just split. Um, I think the Celtics got the Pacers. Of course, they'll probably beat the Pacers tomorrow. Um, it's tough to beat a team twice in a row. San Antonio's playing good. I mean, I watched them uh, a little bit. They, they, I believe, they lost today, but they pulled out a tough uh, comeback, come behind we in the other day. Um, so they, they got – the Raptors. Yeah, against the – yeah, the Raptors should have won that game too.
1: Um, I mean, look at the Brooklyn Nets, who came out with two 20-plus <laughs> point victories. Look – and I said to Laker, Tom, I said as of now, they were looking like they were the best team in playing right there in the NBA. Yeah. Not the best team overall, but playing <laughs> they like they were the best team. Glassford
0: curse on them.
1: Well, yeah, Gerald Glassford <laughs> curse indeed because they went to Charlotte and stunk it up. Because when I get the, the stuff that I saw from them, lack of focus, lack of attention. And this is something that all these top teams, whether it's Milwaukee, the Lakers, the Clippers, as you saw today with the, getting roasted by the Mavericks. It's just you have to keep focused on what you're doing. But I have a feeling you're going to see all these teams do that from time to time just because of the way the schedule is going to be. You we, know Portland,
3: we know Portland's coming with their game tomorrow. They love playing against yeah. the Lakers and so in the regular season especially so they're going to come out guns ablazing tomorrow so that's going to be a tough game so i mean we'll have our bumps and bruises um lebron's not really you know he's playing his way into, into into uh, game shape so it's going to be a minute so i wouldn't be surprised to take a couple l's i wouldn't be you know i wouldn't be shocked or or um sound any alarms if we lose a couple along the way out of those next four
1: or five games and the way the league is setting itself up by allowing the players a little bit more courtesy and allowing them to sit out i don't see golden state's percentage as far as their winning overall season winning percentage that going you know that going by the wayside on a season like this again it's all about preparations for the upcoming playoffs i think the lakers are already started in many ways working towards that but they did look good today We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans, looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the world champion Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. But I want to go ahead and appreciate again, Lee Robinson, Sean Grice, a.k.a. Magic Man, and of course, Laker Tom here for today's show. But, you know, before we head on out, guys, I got to hear what you're working on. Laker, Tom, I know you don't have that many articles in the chamber, but I saw you squeak <laughs> one out. You squeaked one out out there when it concerns Lakerholics.com. But I want to go ahead and start with Sean Grice, a.k.a. Magic Man first. What are you working on for Lakerholics.com?
2: Thanks lot, Gerald. You know, what? I'm, I've been doing some deep diving into the buyout market for 2021 for big men. I'm doing
1: my deep diving motion now.
2: (laughs) And it's looking really shallow. So
1: That's because everybody that was worth something signed an extension (laughs) because they've all been advised to sign the extension because of what's going on with COVID. Right. So I think the Lakers
2: have to make a choice. I think they're going to have to look for another forward or guard in the buyout market. And use Alex Caruso as a trading chip. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's the only way you can maneuver your way to get a decent. He's
0: the GOAT. You can't manager. trade him.
1: <laughs> well, don't get me started with that. I'm, I, again, you know, it all it's, depends it's, on where the Lakers are at. I think. At that well, point. It, in it, time
2: a, yeah, it, you're right. It does, but to me, it's it's it goes back to Occam Occam's razor. The, the, the simplest explanation is usually the correct one. So I think if we need to improve the guard and forward spot on the wings for defense, then we can, it's easier to find somebody like that in the buyout market pool than trying to find a big man and use it's bait. That's just my opinion.
1: Still think should the priority should be finding some height. It just because Marcus All is, 35 plus years old you don't want to go ahead and burn him out but also here as well laker tom i know what you're working on for lakerholics.com but what are your thoughts for the lakers week going forward as well my friend
0: well actually i wish that the one move that we would have made is uh is to go after the the guy that the uh rockets got christian wood looking Uh, good man. man i was I right that,
1: on that one? Was I right on that one? You were right
0: on that one. I mean, uh Gerald Gerald proposed him as part of a throw-in trade for uh for In Rose, January. And uh, that would have been a wonderful, sweet trade. Uh I've and I've talked with El Rob about that too, you know, about how he, he's a he's a Detroit guy, so he understands and he's he's seen a lot of Christian Wood play. Um, I think that I've always felt that the best move the Lakers could make offensively and defensively was to bring in a true center, a true modern center. And by modern center, I mean a guy who shoots threes can protect the rim and can defend on the perimeter right now. I think the guy that I, I would target and I'm disappointed that the Pacers are doing so well because I love miles Turner and I'd love to get, I'd love to see him be the center that, would allow us to play that same type of small ball that we play I would so have well with AD at the center team. for support the whole would time, you know. So it's interesting that there was a there was a post a, a tweet today listing the six top squares of the Lakers, and every one of them is, except for LeBron James, is under twenty seven is twenty seven or or twenty twenty five to twenty seven years old. So we've really we're really making quick moves toward the. Anthony Davis era and making sure that we have players around them. And at the same time, I think that down the road, when you have to replace LeBron at some point in time, and the honest truth of the matter is what you really need to replace him with is a guard, because his function on the floor is basically as our point guard. He's our main facilitator. And if you look back at every major championship team in the NBA, They've always had a championship card, whether it's a point guard or a shooting guard. It's a guy who's got the ball in his hands all the time. And it's hard for forwards. It's harder for centers, especially in today's age, to have that kind of impact because you don't have the ball that much. You know, It takes a really unique guy like Jokic to, to be able to do that. So I I've been focusing on ways that the Lakers can get Anthony Davis to play center more. And that's the article that I put out in Lakerholics.com. That we need guys like Morris and Harrell who can who have enough have enough savvy and enough bulk and size that they can guard most big men. So that you can you can play Davis at the center offensively as a stretch five. Um and I don't think you want to play him down low. He's you know it's I made the comparison that He's more Kareem than he is Shaq. He's better up when he's standing out in space, facing the man and driving to the basket or taking those jump shots. And I think that's the future for keeping him healthy on the offensive end. And on the defensive end, you got to have some. You've got to have some size and bulk. But that size and bulk also has to be able to have be an offensive threat. And that's the big. That's the reason why I think we let Dwight walk and the reason we let Javale. We traded Javale. We really wanted somebody who has some offensive gravity. And I'm I'm really pleased with Harrell's uh, mid-range shot from the baseline. I think it's a very high percentage shot for him. And you add that to his ability to attack and, and be on the rebounds and the, the Energizer Bunny attitude that he has all the time, that he's giving you 100% at both ends of the court. We're going well, uh... to win with AD, man. AD is going to be the next great NBA player. Go ahead, go ahead. Luka. It's not going to be anybody else. It's going to be AD. Go ahead, Sean. Yeah, I was
2: going to say, Gerald, we're going to see a lot of uh, Trez uh, dribbling through his legs tomorrow when he's got Cantor on an island and mm-hmm. he blows by him about five or six times.
1: Well, I'm just going to say this. You want Laker Tom, you want AD to play more five. You want him to play more center
0: during the course of the My season. My kind of center, though, modern center. I don't okay. want him banging down low on offense or defense. Okay, because I was going to say. Him guarding, uh, the same reason I don't want him guarding a real bruiser underneath is the same reason I don't want him trying to, to score on a, on a guy underneath like that. He needs okay. to have space to operate. And and one of the things that you have to realize that even though Gasol didn't do anything in the first two games and didn't have any open, open three-point shots, the reason he didn't is because he had Serge Ibaka out there away from the basket on every single play when they were in the game and that opens up a lot of the game so it's you know it's it's a it's a we've made some major changes that I never really expected with Frank Vogel as our head coach that we would have made strategically on how we approach the game of basketball Um, we took an old school coach who's really thinking like a like a you know, and, and I, I and I know he was involved in these decisions because that's the way that Rod Palenka runs the thing. He was going to talk just like Kareem, just like LeBron and AD are involved in those decisions. A, this was a consensus decision when they decided to go and, and take Harrell and bring in Gasol and, and let, let Dwight walk and let JaVale go.
1: I was going to say this to you and I'm going to give it to you in a sec here. And I, I appreciate again, you coming and joining us for today's show and hope you'll come back on for many more. Hope Laker Tom didn't scare you away, but I wanted to go ahead on this and say, you know what, you know how you get AD to play more five during the season. You hypnotize them and tell them every game is a playoff game, playoff game. That's the only way you're going to get AD to play a lot more five during the season. So i just wanted to make sure that was clarified. Is he does not
0: want, and he should nor should he, like you said, Tom. If he's underneath, he's actually, an angle, he's actually been pretty forward recently yeah. saying that he'll play five, he doesn't have any problem with he it. He
1: doesn't have to, he shouldn't have to during I, the I, season. I, Plus, I,
0: you know, he's not Cheryl. the most,
1: um, he, he's 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 a little bit fragile, that's why he signed yeah. the contract. He's not, so go Shaq, ahead, Sean, man. I want to turn over to Lee. Go ahead. <laughs>
2: Yeah. I was just going to finish off Gerald. I think you're right. I think we would need like Carl from the Jungle book to come and hypnotize him <laughs> to play the five.
1: Yeah. It's a playoff game. It's a playoff game, but Lee Robinson, I wanted to go ahead again. You are welcome back anytime, every game, after every game, I'm hoping you're coming back and join us. Uh, anytime you want, the door is always (laughs) open for you. And we truly appreciate you being part of the Lakerholics crew and everything that you've contributed with Laker Tom tells me some great stories from your days back with the LA Times uh, as far as spreading the comments there and spreading the Laker love there. Up until today, when you're dealing with Lakerholics.com and you see Jamie and I roasting Laker Tom and Laker Tom roasting us and going back and forth, I'm not sure that's that's the best thing in the world, but I <laughs> I my- want to apologize up front on yeah,
3: that. We some spice today, but we, we got in a 40-point yeah. It was nothing, uh, you know.
1: Well, I'm not being paid a million dollars, so I don't really want to go ahead and argue with Tom unless I'm being paid. I want ESPN. I want Stephen A. Smith money. You pay me Stephen A. Smith money, no, I you. will argue Laker Tom all day long, but I don't want to argue with him right now.
3: So. You doing a pretty good job, even without Stephen A. Hey, Smith. No. You go at Tom
1: pretty good.
3: He's
0: merciless right. on me, isn't he? Isn't he,
1: uh, and then he goes and he goes, he lumps all of us into a crew. And then he goes and lumps all of us into the same statement. Oh, you
0: poor baby.
1: And I had to go on Lakerholics.com and correct him again. And I'll leave it at that. But I wanted to go ahead and give you the floor because you've been so gracious to join us today. And I truly appreciate your analysis and insight. It's going to be a tough road ahead as far as just keeping focus. I mean, these games should all be easily won. But as you stated earlier, I mean, it's just a matter of going ahead and doing the best you can. But what do the Lakers need to do, not only for the rest of this year, but going forward into 2021 to keep that momentum? I'm not expecting the same type of what was it that we talked about, Laker Tom, before a long time ago on the podcast, about 25 and three. They, they had this gaudy number to start off with. But even if it's just like 20 and five uh, tw- you know, uh, 30 and six, 30 and seven, you know, just some type of record that will tell you, you know what the Lakers aren't doing so bad. What do the Lakers need to go ahead and keep just uh, that momentum going forward that they take the, you know, what they took away from today. Cause obviously you've got to go ahead and, and keep going with this type of performance if you can.
3: Yeah. yeah. Jero first I want to thank you for, for having me. I, I, I've always enjoyed listening to you guys podcasts. um, I really actually think I started listening after Kobe passed, and um, I kind of needed to feel a sense of community. I hadn't really been connected for a little while, and that depth just hit so hard. I was, you know, I just thought about my Laker family, and then, you know, I found the podcast, and I, I, you know, I listened then. I've been listening ever since, so you guys do a very good job. Of course, Sean is my man from way back. You know, it's always good to hear him talk and get his opinion on things. So I, I, I got a few of your guys from uh, the Raptors on my fantasy team, Sean, so I'm going to have to get nice. some input. I've added some guys recently, so hopefully they can come through. But that will be a separate note. Um, But what do they need to do? I, I think what you um, said earlier, Gerald, is um, you got to lean on some of the young guys who's hungry, man. Put, put um, THC in there. Uh, Schroeder uh, Schroeder's uh, is hungry. Trez is hungry. So those guys got to carry you. I mean, that's what good championship teams do when they're trying to repeat. They they bring in somebody else who hasn't tasted that that championship feeling before, and they and they energize the old guys. They'll energize LeBron. They'll energize AD, and they'll energize the other guys. So I, I mean, we'll be okay. I mean, we 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 uh, you know we got the depth. So I think we're still you know we might drop a game or two here, but I don't think us you know I don't I can't see us. I think that mantra of not losing two in a row. I think they're going to live up to that again. And they I mean we we we're gonna win the West and we're gonna be in good shape, but it's not gonna be even though we have the best team, we're not just gonna steamroll the teams because everybody will we get everybody's best shot and uh everybody will be up. But I think having a little extra depth and the way Vogo is gonna use it. Uh, I think what I was gonna say earlier though is Tom, you're right, he transformed himself. But you remember, you know, Bobo made his bones on on Roy Hibbert and that old school physical basketball. Yep. Uh, he, you know, kind
0: And of rim it. protection being the number one priority.
3: Yeah, so he has definitely changed his, his way of thinking. So that's good, that's good. So now we're in good hands. We just, we got to enjoy the show. That's all, I mean, the Lakers are going to be very entertaining. It's going to be a fun team to watch. We got Kuz balling out. Uh, Cruz only played 10 minutes today. Yeah. So Jerry, while you saying get THT some more minutes, you know, Cruz right now is saying, hey, guys. <laughs> I mean, I love this victory, but I'm sure he's happy with only playing 10 minutes tonight.
1: Well, he's playing for a contract, so you know he wants to play as much yeah, as he can he right now. So, so Russo, I mean, he's he's,
3: he's dropping that three-bar. He's looking good. I mean, we, we we just use our depth, man, and give, you know, get the older guys some chance to relax and kind of cruise, cruise into the season and let these young guys carry the load early.
1: Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more on that. Lee Robinson, it's just been so tremendous having you here. I know early on you and I are a little bit struggling out the gate on the fantasy teams, but, you know, we'll get it back together. I'm happy for my friend TJ because he couldn't even make the draft, and that was the auto draft team for him, and he's in second place. So I'm happy for him because, you know, he was so disappointed when, oh, man, these are the guys I got, then all of a sudden he's in second place. So that's uh, good for him. But you and I will get it back together. You and I will get it back together. but
3: But sometimes, you know, sometimes it works out. But it's a long season.
0: That's yes. got to prove your true GM-ship when you, when you can turn a – A lot dream. different than football with a short season. Yes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, but, I, yeah, it's just be active, and I think you'll be able to find yourself climbing up the rankings. But, guys, any last for, thoughts for, on the way out?
0: For the, you know, the one thing I those. think is really important that is going to help the Lakers, and I think Lee hit it on the nose there, that, you know, remember the comments about LeBron and AD both saying that Schroeder and Trez were really motivating and driving them, and we're so deep, and we have so many guys that are that haven't tasted the championship that are going to be a big part of it. You know that I think that's going to be the differentiator. See, I I feel that we're going to end up with a record like twenty five and three after the first these next thirteen games. I would be surprised if we went we win let's say eleven and we we'll go eleven and two for those thirteen games, and we end up being. 14, 15, and three, something like that at that point in time. I think that's a very, very possible. And the reason I think it's possible is because we're such a deep team. You know, it was last year, if LeBron or AD didn't both have a good game, we were in a dogfight, you know, because we didn't know who was going to be that third guy. Was it going to be KCP? Was it going to be Kuzma? Was it going to be AC coming up and having a great game or somebody that came out of nowhere? This year, you know, you got to remember Trez and and Dennis both averaged 18 a game last year. That means that there are a lot of games that they were scoring 20 points or more in order to average 18. So all of a sudden we have so much more power power. We may have lost some. We've lost some rim protection. There's no doubt about that. And there are going to be some matchups where we're going to really need some defensive genius and the coaching staff and and some great team play in order to make up for it. But the offensive firepower that we had, as I said last last podcast, eight out of 10 times, that's going to carry the load and, and, and easily make up for what we're losing defensively. Thank you, Laker Sean. But I will go ahead with this. <laughs> Lee Robinson
1: wanted to go ahead and, and say something before I turn it over to Sean Grice. I'm doing Let's get Sean's
2: final comment. Okay.
1: Go ahead, Sean. Uh, now to you, my friend. I know Laker Tom drowned you out, but go ahead, my friend. You got the floor now.
2: No, I was just going to piggyback off what Lee was saying. Um, you know, Lee, you need help with the raps. I'm your man. Don't worry. I got you. And for those who have LeBron on their fantasy team, he probably almost had a heart attack. We saw him roll his ankle, but he has the affinity stones around he's his man. neck.
1: He's a cyborg. Didn't Raphael teach you that already? How many times does he have to say that? He's a cyborg. He's a cyborg. I mean, he's,
2: He's Thanos. He just gets down, ties his shoe.
1: Ah, It's just another day. I think he actually breaks his ankles, but again, it's his tying of his shoe. The way he ties his shoe, that's almost (laughs) like a surgery for everybody else. So that basically fuses the ankle back together, and everything is okay. Seems that way, doesn't it? Yeah, it sure (laughs) seems that way. Indeed. We'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. Needing an edge for your fantasy football team? Listen to the guys at Inside Sports Fantasy Football for insight that will help you reach your league championship. That's Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Check it out today on your favorite podcast outlet. But I'll tell you what, Lee Robinson, Laker Tom, Sean Grice, a.k.a. Magic Man, it's been a pleasure having each and every one of you on. Again, Lee, you're welcome to come back on anytime you now got our info on how to get on anytime you want you're more than welcome to it's all up to you my friend because you've got an open door policy and right here at the lakers fast break we truly appreciate it once again the lakers do win and a great performance both on the offensive and defensive end 127 to 91 Kyle kuzma the big scorer today for 20 points look at that plus 38 on the floor couldn't get any better than that in fact probably one of his best performances as a Laker right there for you and everybody else did a great job of just making sure they were playing at a level that they needed to and nobody in the negative that's the, probably the one best thing I like the best is that nobody is a minus on the plus minus for the Lakers team so really a great performance overall and we'll see if that carries over tomorrow against the Portland Trailblazers because I'm looking forward to that. And we'll be back here again post-game for that. So I'm hoping you will too. And if you're not, check us out on the Lakers Fast Break, wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, remember our friends at thrivefantasy.com. And of course, Thrive Fantasy, you just download that app today. If you are in an eligible state, remember, player props, fantasy sport betting. It gets no better than Thrive Fantasy. And with the code LFB, They'll match dollar for dollar up to $50 as long as your first deposit is $20 from Thrive Fantasy. So we cannot thank enough for them supporting us. And of course, we cannot thank you enough for listening and watching and supporting us right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.